Yeah. What's poppin'? It's tea time, episode three, February seventh, two thousand nineteen. I have some big news for y'all. For y'all, I'm still unemployed. All right. Last episode, I counted how much was in my pockets. I think it was a hundred and something left. Let's see how much we got left from that hundred and something. All right, I'm counting it. Five, ten, fifteen. 20, 21, 22, $22 to my fucking name. Now, I know what you're thinking. How the fuck I'm going to get some money? (sighs) This is going to be a challenge. Let me tell y'all. Okay. So, number one, I got to renew my license plates. I got to do the inspection, the New York State inspection. I have to um, pay my insurance, pay my car, uh, pay my phone, and pay my mom back. So that's six things I need to pay off. I probably have to pay... Oh, I have to pay the gym. Because I haven't been to the gym. And I owe them some money. So that's seven things. I think that's it. They could probably have some more problems. But I'm just being nice to myself with this seven problems. So I got seven things that's coming up. How the fuck I'm going to pay this off with $22? Well, first, let me tell you. Um, I filed my taxes. Okay. But here's the kicker. I owe unemployment. Yep, I owe them motherfuckers a good $700. So I think they're going to take it. But I pray they won't. I think they're going to take it. But I pray they won't. Oh, guys, I really hope they don't take my shit. Because, <laughs> yo, I could put, yo, because I already filed my shit. I don't know how much I'm getting back. So that could help me pay off some shit. Maybe could give me a little, little bit more time to find me a fucking job out here. Okay. So that's like one hopeful thing that I'm hoping for. Another thing. um, I auditioned for a role in this movie. And... I I think it was last week uh, or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I auditioned for this role. Um, I thought I did good in this audition. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. A week passes. Um, they say, hey, can you come by for a second? Sure, cool. Um, basically, I they said yesterday that I got it. <laughs> and the pay is really good for a couple lines. So I'm really hoping this could, you know, boost not only boost up my my resume and my actor profile, but also put some money in my damn pockets because, boy, the struggle is real. So I have been applying to jobs. It's not like I'm a fucking felon. I haven't been to jail yet, so I should. Yo, jobs should be coming out easy, but the job market here is fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. God damn. And like, I'm trying to avoid going to one job and being there for like a month and then going to it. Like, I'm tired of that shit, man. This is why I want to take this acting shit serious. Because it's in my control. Like, I hate. I'm a Leo. So, you know, I'm a leader. I hate fucking being under controlled. I like to be in control. So, with me, I like to control my own destiny. 
no man, no nine to five motherfucker is going to control my destiny. So that's why I don't give a fuck when I get fired. Because that's what they want you to do. They want you to kiss their ass. I ain't fucking um, beg for your job back. Nah, suck my dick. Suck my dick. So. <laughs> what I was going to say. So. Um, I've been following. I've been following or applying to jobs. And Edible Arrangements called me. Yep. The store, Edible Arrangements. They called me for a delivery driver. And you know, I do a great job as a delivery driver. Because that's all I can fucking do is just deliver shit. Like, I'm I'm good at being a middleman. Like, except selling drugs. I, I want to be the fucking kingpin when I'm selling drugs. But that's another fucking story for another fucking day. So... Everyone raised me call me. They was like, hey, do you want to drive for Valentine's Day? I was like, that's it? That's Valentine's Day? He's like, yeah, we just need one driver. I was like, fuck it. It's not like I got plans on that day anyways, right? It's not like I'm going to you know, take Bay to dinner. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. And so I came in, did the papers and shit. And she was like, hey, you know, we could give you another day. You know, Wednesday and Thursday. I was like, oh, fuck it. So just hoping that. That balances balance my little problems a little bit. So today, <laughs> so just now, matter of fact, I took, I had this jar of pennies, right? And it was a big ass jar. And it, it's like, I say one third full, not, not really full, but full enough. Like it was a little bit, but it was all stacked together. Like it, it's weird. It's hard to explain. So what I did was, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take these pennies to tops and coin start this motherfucker and see how much I get. Because, boy, I need some weed. I know what you're thinking. Number one, how much did you get, Nate? First of all, I got $30. <laughs> That's not bad. All right. I am not complaining. I got $30. And, you know... Minus the fee, so I got $26. You know, Coinstar is a fucking business. You know, they got to get their little fee. So, I took $26. Then I found another $5 <laughs> in, my, in my wallet. Like, it was hiding in one of the pockets. I was like, oh, weed money. <clears throat> so, I thought to myself, I was like, I don't only want to spend it on weed. I want to flip it. And I was like, Nate, how are you going to flip $25. So I took the hustler mentality. I was like, oh, sell drugs. Who the fuck going to sell drugs with $25? Who? I don't got no damn customers. Like, I don't got no more customers like I used to. I was like, the weed is not going to do it for me. I know that. Come, yeah, I'll probably do good on it, but I don't want to go to jail. I, I kind of don't want to spend some years. I, like, yo, I'll be real. I've been rebuilding my life. To the point where if I go to jail, I'll be mad as fuck. Because I took so much fucking time to rebuild this shit. So I'm trying to rebuild this shit the proper fucking way. So, I got the $26. Thought to myself, what should I do with it? I tried to call one of my homegirls to see if she want to go to the casino. She didn't pick up. So I took that as a sign of not going to the casino. Because Finger Lakes is 45 minutes away. And I thought to myself, uh, I would take a big-ass gamble. 
Not only with the money, but my gas tank. So, f my shit is full right now. By the time I get there and come back, it might be halfway full. And I probably would win. I probably won't. Hmm. So, I was like, eh. And I was debating for myself for like a good 20 minutes. So, I called her. She won't pick up. So, I was like, fuck it. That's a sign. Get your weed. Play it safe. Now... I know what you're thinking. Why are you spending your little bit of cash on weed? I have fucking anxiety, okay? And depression. Once again, I'm telling y'all this. I don't take medication. I don't take any pills. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, maybe you should. My therapist, I told her when we first talked, I don't want to be on pills. I want to figure this out the harder way. I want to figure this out because this shit is a reoccurring shit in my life. I just need... Pills is not going to do nothing for me. I haven't, I never tried it, and I've been depressed since I was like 16. So I never tried it, but, you know, I never gave it a chance. And I don't want to give it a chance because, like, I've seen some of the results that people got, and I don't like it. It's like, it's pointless to me. Like, it might work for other people, but I know it's not going to work for me because I know myself. I know that I like to be in control a lot. So with a pill, I feel like I'm not in control. Like I see some people is not in control of themselves because of the pill. So the antidepressant pill, uh, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I just know it's not good for me. It could be good for anybody else. I just want to, I want to figure it out. My depression and my anxiety in a way that it's going to be very difficult to find the cause of it and to to cure it it's going to be very difficult and i'm okay with that i've been through this so many fucking times where it's just like the pill i just know the pill is not going to do nothing it might numb it for it for that short time but it's not really going to uh. what i want to do is i want to find a different way where i don't have to be on medication for depression or anxiety i just want i want to cure it and with the weed, weed, now I'm more of a dab wax guy, but since motherfuckers ain't selling that shit a lot no more, I got to switch back to weed. So with the weed, it balances out. Like I don't smoke blunts. I put it in a fucking crack pipe, not actual in a crack pipe, in a fucking weed pipe, motherfuckers. I'm not doing crack, but put it in there. I smoke a little bit and it relaxes me. Because I've been dabbing so much, I don't get high no more. But it, like, balanced me in a way where I don't have to spaz out. I don't have to... I could think of ideas. Like, I could go into deeper thinking when I'm, like, with weed in my system. So, it's just like, eh, weed could be my medication. So, basically, I don't got insurance for this medication. <laughs> but I spent my little 25 on the 8th. Got me a good eighth, so it's gonna last me a good three days. Um, got the grinder, so don't grind that bad bitch up. Put it in the crack pipe, light it up, motherfuckers. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna light that shit up. Find a fucking real cure <laughs> to depression and anxiety. But I want to get back to that discussion of the anti-depression pill. I think that's a real good discussion. Um, before I went to the therapist, I'm I'm with now, 
I saw another therapist, I say, a year ago, a year and a half ago. And she kept on recommending take the pills. You need to take the pills. You're really depressed. Like, she kept on throwing this in my face. And I'm like, lady, I don't want to. Like, I'm just trying to find a way out of this without the pills. So, uh, you know, when you go into therapy sessions and you're basically got to take the pill. I agreed, but didn't really agree. I agreed to take the pills. So, uh, when you agree to it, you got to see, I think, a nurse or somebody. And they're going to uh, see what type of medication you want. And so, I'm trying to, like, find a medication where I won't gain weight because I lost so much weight and I worked hard to lose the weight and I was like, bitch, you that pill better not gain weight. But I saw one of the side the side effects was, you know, not getting your dick hard. Boy, let me tell you, when she said that the only side effect is gonna be your dick won't get hard, I was like, eh, nope. Uh-uh. No way. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I love sex. I fucking love sex. Even though I haven't had sex in a while, I love sex. And I love sex to the point where if the pres- <laughs> fucking depression, anxiety kills me over it, eh, safer bet to take a medication. All right, let me stop fucking playing around. But. Look, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was scared of shit. I was like, nah, nah, nah I don't want to have that problem. No, I don't. No, I can't get hot. Nah, nah, nah. I'm a grower, not a shower. <laughs> so, so after she said that, I was like, she gave me the medicine. She, she got like she gave me the medicine. I looked at that medicine. I was like, bro, I'm not taking you. And so I started going to the hurt. Like, I started going to that therapist. And then, like, things was getting a little better. Da, da, da. And then I went to another therapist. And I told her straight up, I don't want antidepressant pills. I don't want to be recommended. I want to find my real problem. In a, I just want to find my real problem. That's it. I don't need antidepressant. I'm here legitly to, to help myself. To better myself. To release. Because look. I'm not going to lie. I don't talk to nobody no more. I'm very to myself now. And like. You know. I understand a lot of my friends. Are starting their own families. So you know. I'm letting them. You know. I'm letting them do them. And so I'm by myself a lot. Or not a lot. But all the time. And that's. That could be bad. Even though I'm used to it, I'm, like, really used to it. Like, I've been alone. Like, this part of my life, I've been alone for two years. Before um, my breakup. Then, you know, you have your friends. They come in and out. You know, they're getting their own relationships. They, you know, they starting, they're having babies. Things happen. That's cool. I'm not mad at that. That's life. I got to learn how to be by myself. And I mastered it so well where it doesn't phase me. So, like, I do feel lonely at times. But it's cool. Because, like, I could bounce different ideas with myself. And, like, I could think of different shit. Even though 
it could be bad at times. It could. It has its pros and cons. And so the cons of it is like you could really deeply be lonely as fuck. Like sometimes I have nobody to talk to. Like I don't have nobody to talk to. And like sometimes when like some of the, some of my friends they pull up and they want to smoke, they want to do something. And we have that conversation. It feels good because I haven't talked to nobody. So with this therapist that I've been seeing every two weeks, it gives me the energy where I could talk about whatever to a person. And it feels good after because I had that social moment. Because we all fucking humans. We got to social in a way. We got to socialize in a way. So we got to talk. It's impossible for us not to talk. And so, and so I, you know, like, I don't feel lonely as much because I go to therapy. That's my little social hour. That's my little, you know, whatever. And like, I'll, you know, to be honest, I prefer to talk to a whole fucking stranger about my problems than like people I'm actually close with. Just because I probably won't see them again <laughs> and they probably won't judge me. And probably they have a different insight than my friends would like you could talk about the same problems with your friends but they probably give you the same ideas they won't change up the ideas that, you know but with a stranger you probably get an idea that you never even heard from your friend so i am comfortable with talking to strangers about my problems and it's weird and you know i've been talking to my therapist and like that gives me some type of comfort after i'm done talking to her because i don't i go back being lonely I already had my social hour, like, and you know, it's cool, I'm good, like, you know, all my friends, they starting their shit, they starting their lives, and I have no problem with it, it's life, I get it, you know, they gotta worry about their own shit, and I gotta worry about my own shit, and that's where I'm at now, like, I'm, like, so focused on myself for the first time, I say the first time in my life, and it's weird, because, like, I've been in three, three serious relationships, right, but I never had, there might be a time where I had to myself, but it wasn't really to myself. It was really to, you know, doing the side nigga shit, you know, going to different females. Like, I wasn't thinking about my goals. You know, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about pussy. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Pussy rules the fucking world. But it took me, it took me, I say, three relationships, blah, blah, blah. So... Now it's like to a point where I just really want to focus on myself. I really want to, I want to evolve in a way that I never evolved. I want to, I want to get new ideas. I want to get, you know, I want, I want people to have the same mindset as me. And it's hard because, you know, I can't do it with my friends because they got their own things, you know, with their families and, you know, their, their relationships, you know, and like, I can't get no ideas and I'm a creator, man. Like I'm a real fucking creator and like I'm I'm the dreamer type. Like, you know, like I love fucking dreaming and putting my ideas into works. So when my shit like you gotta have people around you with the same mindset. That's the only way you could evolve. And I know I can't evolve with the group of friends I have right now because they are their mindset is not in the same field as mine. So I gotta let them do them. While I'm doing me. And so with this. Like. 
I'm trying to attract the people who have the same mindset as me, but it's hard, bro. It's so fucking hard, especially in Rochester. You know, we're a small city, but a lot of people don't want to create their own shit. Like, people don't have the creative mindset. They think they do, but they don't want to fucking put it into action. They just want to talk about it. I don't got time to talk about it no more. I want to put shit into words. I need to put shit into words. I need some shit to work out because I'm tired of jumping job to job. I'm tired of being not being able to provide for myself. Man, like, yo, like, all, all my friends are having kids. Most of them are having kids. And so I want a kid too, but I want to be able to provide for the kid. I don't want to be on child support. And if I am, I'm able to pay that shit off, <laughs> you know, like it's no problem. I want to be able to provide not only for me and my family, but like my, I want to be able to provide for my friends eventually. So I got to make shit work. I got to make shit work. And I got to have people around me who want to make shit work in the same way as I do. Who has different ideas, who has different concepts, different, different shit, bro. It takes a lot of different shit to get that one shit popping. It takes a lot of different shit. And so I got to be around creators who thinks like me. And I, I, I'm, you got to attract it. And it's hard to fucking attract it because I don't like I could attract. I could attract different shit, but I, I don't know how to attract it. So maybe if I speak, so I'm like trying to learn how to attract shit. Maybe if I just put shit out in the world, I could attract it. But it's still hard, even because is, I don't know. I don't. I think it's because of the same. I, I I have no answers. It's hard because people always say they want to do this, they want to do that, but they don't really want to do it. They just want to talk about it. I don't have time. I don't want to talk about it no more. All right, we could talk for a good twenty minutes about whatever idea. Let's talk about it. How are we gonna um, execute it? How are we gonna do this? How are we gonna do that? We do that. All right, let's have that start date when we're going to start it. And when we I don't when we have that start date, I expect you to want to start on that date and not back off. Because I want to bro, you need to have people who is willing to sacrifice. Willing to sacrifice whatever they want for their fucking dream. And I am one of the motherfuckers. Like, I'm willing, I got nothing to lose no more. They stripped me, they, they took everything away from me. I got nothing, nigga. I'm willing to sacrifice whatever, whatever, to get where I need to be. Now, I used to think that's selfish, but as I'm becoming that person, it's not. It's selfish for a short term. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It is selfish. You have to think about yourself at first. But after thing pops off, you start seeing your income. You are willing to help whoever you need to. And that's where the unselfishness, unselfishness comes in. I just want, I, I just really want to be around people who thinks like me, who have ideas, who want to put them ideas to work. I don't have time no more. I want to make shit work. I want things to pop off. I'll, I want to create more content. 
you know, like, bro, I created a podcast. I, I fucking made a pilot episode of a TV show that I'm creating. Like, I'm doing this acting thing. Like, I, I'm trying to put more things into my portfolio. Like, that's that's the goal. That's the goal. I want more shit. I want to do every fucking thing. And since I worked at every fucking job, I think I'm able to do every fucking thing. If I'm able to work every fucking job, I'm able to work. I'm able to do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's it. You just got to follow your shit, man. Like If you have a goal, if you have a dream, put it into works. Attra- like, it's hard to attract people. I Like, I'm going through it right now. But I feel like with this or with the um, movie that I'm I'm about to be in. I could have conversations with people who's in the same field as me and want to work. I'm hoping that, like, it's not even about the money. It's about relationships. And who said that? Um, I don't know who said it. Uh, relationships could get you far more far than money. I don't know who said it. Uh, got it from an interview. But it's true. Money comes and goes. But when you're down and you have them relationships and people is willing to help you because you help them, man, tch. That's what relationships about. All I'm saying, man. Create your shit, man. Whatever shit, yo. A lot, of, a lot of people is like they want to do the rapping shit, but they trash. Like if you're not good at it, you could eventually. Like I believe you could work. You could be. You could. You know. You could be good at it. Hard work beats talent. I know there's a lot of trash rappers here, but I have a confidence that y'all could actually be good one day. Y'all just got to work. Y'all got to be hungry. I'm telling you, man, it's a monopoly game out here. Everybody's trying to cash in at the same time. Everybody's trying to own properties. Everybody's not trying to go to the jail. But man, there could be a way that you get out of this bullshit without being bankrupt. And I'm trying to figure that out right now. It's crazy how we went from antidepressant pills to this. <laughs> but if you're depressed, you have anxiety, just know you're not the only one. You could get through it. There's a way, and once I find that way, I will let you know. <laughs> Whatever that is, it could take years. It been years. You know, shit could pause. Shit could pause for, for, a minute. Like you don't gotta be depressed. Like this is what happened to me. I was sixteen, I, uh, seventeen, and I was depressed. Sixteen, seventeen, I was depressed. By eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I wasn't depressed by 21, but I was still getting anxiety attacks, but it wasn't as bad. But like by 21, it picks up a little bit. By 22, my depression really came back. So I'm just trying to get back to that three year window of me just being happy. Me, you know, and it's going to I think it's going to be more challenging than it was last time. It's cool. So that's my closure for the antidepressant pills. If it works for you, good. 
But I'm just trying to find a way where we could have a real a cure, a real cure without the pills. And like I said, if you have dreams, if you have ambition, put it into works. You never know what could hit. I'm telling you, right now we live in an era of content. People love content. I'm telling you, by 10 years, YouTube is going to be the next television. Create your content. All right, I'm going to tell y'all a real story that ha- that's been developing in my life. Um, for a past couple of months, I kept on having dreams of my ex. Like, I continually having dreams about this girl. And, like, we haven't been together for two years. So, I kept on having these dreams. And there was this one time where I had, like, it was, like, a couple months ago. I had, like, three dreams of, like, three dreams of her straight like it was three nights straight that i kept on dreaming about her and the third day when i woke up i was like what the fuck man like you serious like i prayed like i was like yo i'm over this um i moved on why i keep having dreams about her i never knew and we haven't really talked in like two years so like when we broke up we broke up in a terrible way like it was horrible um Real horrible, damn. And it's been two years. And, like, you know, I'm, like, how you say it? I'm, I'm in a place now where I'm just trying to rebuild myself again. Like, I'm still trying. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to find my way in the world. I'm only 23. So, as me, you know, being unemployed again... You know, there's a lot of time I have to myself. And so, you know, Sunday night, I had another dream. And, like, this one hit home for some reason. I don't know. And I woke up, and I was like, yo, I got to message her. Now, me thinking, yo, should I message her or should I not? I'm going through my phone. And I've been auditioning for this role that pays good money, like, I think that this is going to be my, like, first big money movie. So, I auditioned for it uh, two weeks ago. And they called me back last week and wanted a second audition with the directors and everybody. So, the first time I did it, I was like, oh, I did okay. I did good. I, I just, I was just more happy for myself because I did good in auditions. I was like, if I didn't get it, it's whatever. Let go, let God. But I felt really good about it. And like the second time I did, I was like, eh, I could have did better. But the lady, one of the ladies of the agency messaged me and said, hey, you got the role. And here's your pay. And boy, the unemployed me was looking at that. I was like, damn. I was like, damn. That's a good amount of money for a little bit of lines. Like, I'm not going to be the lead, you know, the lead character in this movie. But man, just like, I thought to myself, I'm like, damn, if I could get a lead role, how much money that could bring? And so, while me going through all this, <laughs> um, I saw the notification that, hey, you got the role. And, like, I wasn't trying to open it so fast. Like, I wasn't, because this was bothering me also. So, it was just like, uh. So, what I did, 
I thought to myself, I was like, it's like, go with your instincts. And I did. I messaged her. I messaged her. Like, I was like, like it's time for me to say a little bit of how I feel. Not fully, not like overwhelm her with like so much shit, but no, just to start. And so I did like I messaged her and we are like, I think she still got me blocked on Facebook, Snapchat, but we still like follow each other on Instagram for some reason. I don't know. I'm not the type to block or unfriend anybody. Always leave that up to her. So she didn't block me or whatever. So. I told her uh, basically how I felt and I think like two hours went by first now first I told her to text me she said she couldn't so I was kind of shocked that she's measuring me back I was like uh should I go for it I was like fuck it just go for it so I text her like uh, two paragraphs and in them two paragraphs I said how I felt and like I apologize for a lot of things that I've done in that relationship. And like a lot of shit. And you know, I thought to myself, just like because I'm trying to rebuild myself again. So like I gotta look back at my past and like try to take the qualities, the good and the bad, and grow from it. And you know, like learn my lessons from each things that I've been through in my life. And I guess this is one of the things that's been bothering me from my past was just like how we left in a bad, bad way. And like, you know, when you start getting older, you start realizing things could have been different. Things could have ended different. Um, You realize like, damn, like I was a real different nigga back then. Like I was completely different. Like my mindset was different than it is now and it's just like wow like so I messaged her the paragraph I was like she's if she could just read it I'm cool like I don't I don't need a reply if she just reads it so like two hours went by and I saw that she read it and I was like alright I'm cool cause like when you message somebody some like deep shit you don't know how they're gonna respond you don't know if they still the same person from two years ago. And it's just like, I just don't know. So I don't want to talk about what we said in our messages. But in my message, you know, I basically apologize for the, some of the things that I did wrong. Because, you know, I was looking back and I was like, damn, like, you know, there was a time where I didn't, you know, how you say it? defend our relationship when people thought it was just a game and like shit like that like little shit that that little shit planted a seed for bigger shit so i could blame so much shit on her or whatever say it's her fault but in reality you know relationship is a two-way street you know some of the shit i'll cause too like you know back then man it i was so different like i was partying all the fucking time before like when I met her and like it was just party 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 all the fucking time great parties happen like oh my god how many great parties happen but 
when you realize and when you're down and when you're out and when you're depressed and when you're, you know, all this, you realize a lot of shit. Like, a lot of shit was worth it, but a lot of shit wasn't worth it. You know what I mean? Like, the parties was cool. It was fun. But in reality, what did it get? Where, where did it get me? It got me memories, though. So, those are things I could cherish, but it didn't evolve me in a way, in any type of way, positive or negative. So, in our message, I said, sorry, da-da-da-da. And she read it. And like it was a like a two paragraph. Like I wrote I wrote I wrote a lot. Um I didn't write too much though. Like I said a lot but didn't express a lot. Cause this is our first time talking in two years. So like why do I wanna go you know, overwhelm her with like bullshit? Like, nah, I'ma just, you know, I'ma say our my basic feelings like that's how i'm gonna put it like i'm put my basic feelings out there for her and see how she reacts to it and she messaged me back um and she was basically on the same type of wave that i was feeling like we wasn't saying like you know we miss each other and shit it was just like wow we did had good times even though the bad part was bad we still have great things to cherish from and we do like all honesty we actually do we have a lot of great memories good so there was a lot of i wasn't trying to think about the negative shit between our relationship when i was messaging her i wasn't thinking about it i was just thinking about the good things like the good things i did the good things she's done and so and like i thought about what caused each event and some of the causes was mine. And I I realized it a long time ago, but I always brushed it off. Like, I never, I just admitted it to myself, like, uh, you know, and brushed it off. But it took, it took a feeling in my stomach, bro, to, like, really message her. Like, it doesn't, like, I don't want to say it doesn't matter. But it matters in a way where we can move on and where we can move forward. Because Rochester is a small city. I bumped into my exes after terrible breakups and it's an awkward feeling. So I know I'm going to bump into her one day. I actually did, I think, before my birthday. And like, she ain't seen me, but I saw her and I just kept on walking. But... There's going to be a time where we actually see each other. And I'm not trying to make it more awkward. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we see each other, I don't want it to be like it's like we both got to leave the like where we at because we can't stand each other. It's like, you know, like you grow up, bro. Like at that time, I was 21, 20, 20, 20, 21. I think, 20, yeah, 21 turning 22 and like all of that was a different name and it's crazy just me thinking about it even in the year people could really change and it's like wow like it's crazy to me so in our message we was basically on the type on the same type of wave like 
yeah, we had good times. And, you know, those are memories. And there's a lot of things that, like, I felt good about. Like, she talked about our bond and all this. Like, I was like, I thought I was the only one who, like, realized it. And, like, and now, let me tell you, two weeks before, I think it was, two weeks before, she messaged me. That's, she just asked me for the videos that I did for her on Valentine's Day. Because on Valentine's Day, I did the whole rose petals and, you know, the creative nigga shit. You know, I'm a creative nigga. So, you know, I did the whole rose petal shit and I still had videos in my photo bucket. And so, I never, I would never delete. Don't matter if we ended in bad terms or whatever. I never delete good memories. I always put it in the storage. Don't matter if you're my friend, my girlfriend, family member. I always keep it because those are the shit. That is valuable to me in my life. Like, I love material, materialistic shit, but what really matters is what, you know, what you take to the graveyard, and that's your memories. And so, like, you know, I keep all my shit in my photo bucket. So, like, I got shit from seventh grade in my photo bucket. I mean, mad shit. I got from my first girlfriend in my photo bucket in seventh grade. Like, I got mad shit. And I'm never going to delete shit. It's just, you know, I'm never going to put shit out, you know, that I, certain shit that I got in there, but that's my business. Anyways, so I gave her the, the videos. She asked for it. She was like, hey, this is for a friend just trying to get tips on how, you know, whatever. I didn't really think about it too much. I was like, here, like, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a conversation with you about a video that you was in. If you want it i'm gonna just give it to you because it's not only mine you're a part of it also so like you know if you ask for it i give it to you no questions asked so i gave it to her no questions asked and we stopped talking then i had that dream that's where the message came so then it was just a great like yo i never thought i would actually say this like it was a great conversation like i have no like i really don't regret not met like I thought I would, like, I thought maybe she might be the same person, like, she might be an a-hole towards me, and all that. but it wasn't like that, like, I was kind of shocked, but it was just like, there was a lot of shit that, that she cleared up, like, and it made me so, it made me feel good, like, it helped me move completely, like, 100% on, like, if you move on from a person, don't matter if you're a boy or girl, you just move on, you forget about it, there's no ending, there's no closure. Everything in life deserves a closure. So if you don't have that closure, it's going to affect you in, in your growing process of becoming a man or a woman. And I learned that. Like, if you don't address it, if you don't talk about it, with the person, you're never going to grow. You're always going to have that bitter, negative energy around you. And after we had that conversation, all that negative energy, it been left. Like, it really did been left. There's no ill will towards her. I never had no ill will towards her. But, no, no, I'm, I'm lying. Because I did have some ill will towards her at first. But it took some time for me to get over it and, like, blah 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 so like i already have no ill will towards her at this point but like i thought it was 100 percent. it wasn't 
Because after that conversation, it was like completely 100%. Like, yo, like, wow. It was just great. Like, it was a great conversation. And, like, we talked about a lot of the passion or good shit that we had. Like, I ain't going to hold you, bro. Like, I haven't been in a relationship since her. So, I could blame it on me. I could blame it on other females, on how I can't find the female that I want and the type that I want, etc. But in reality, is is that what holding me back? That heartbreak that I went through with her? Was that holding me back from like pursuing new females? Like, I don't know. And since I don't know, I got to try different shit so I can know. I don't, to be honest, I don't really think it affected in a way, but in a way, it did. It didn't affect it in a big way. It affected it in a way that maybe if I have a female and like we see each other, like it's just a high and not no awkwardness. But it took, y'all, it's going to take two grown adults to actually have a conversation about the heartbreak, the, you know, like some clarity shit. It's going to take two adults. You have to realize is you going to carry this negative energy for the rest of your life, your the ill will towards her, like, or is you going to move on? I thought I moved on. I really did, but I felt like I needed to tell her we both, like, we both needed to know that we moved on from it and that we could grow from it and we could learn our lessons from it and we could be cool. We could be cordial. Like, we don't got to talk negative towards each other no more. And, like, it gets tiring, bro. Like, oh, you know, especially when you meet a female, bro, and, like, you you got to go through the whole ex story. Like, it gets tiring. Like, I don't want to go through that story again. I don't. It's like, that story is just, it's getting old. Like, I, I don't want nobody to feel bad for me. I don't want nobody. Like, you know, I moved on from it. I learned my lesson. I think she learned her lesson. And we both moved on from it. But I want this to be a lesson. Like, I understand some of y'all might have some ill will towards your past. Just address it. You, you're not losing nothing by addressing it. All you're doing is helping yourself grow and helping yourself get that negative energy off of you. Like, that negative... Yo, like, after we talk, I'm never going to talk bad about her. I learned my lesson. I have no regrets. It's cool. Like, ooh, like I got done... Like, it's two years ago. We both moved on. I think she's in a relationship. I'm still fucking single. <laughs> but... It's whatever. And like, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe, you know, that, that, that part of my life was affecting me in my growth in some way. I don't know how. I just wanted to address it and I wanted to move on from it. Like I really did. And like, I did. I have no ill will towards her. And you know, I did for a bit. Like, 
Fresh off a breakup? Oh, yeah, you're going to have some ill will. You is. You ain't going to hate each other for, like, a couple months, maybe a year. I don't know. But when you realize, like, she's a part of my growth in a way. She's always going to be a part of my growth. She's she's going to be there, like, in a way. She's going to... That, that part of my life is going to make me into a better person. So I got to give her credit for that. Got to give her some type of credit for that because she's going... Like, even if she don't know, when I become who I want to become, it's because of that situation. That situation, me getting laid off during that time, me going through that heartbreak with her, me losing the apartment with her, like all that crumbled up is going to make me into a better person in which I am mentally, but also, you know, it's going to make me 10 times better in like five, two, whatever, whenever God bless me with my gift and actually let me see the craft and execute my 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 craft that's when she gets her credit because if it wasn't for that that part of my life i want to be i want yo i really want to be doing the acting shit right now so it took me to lose her the apartment the job to realize like yo you got to worry about you now got to worry about you your dreams what you want to become what you're good at it took me to have that conversation with myself because of that situation. That's what make me want to have goals. That's what make me want to create more shit in the world. That's what makes me want to have, you know, more positive insight into the world. Because of that situation, I have no regrets. None whatsoever. And, you know, like, it's cool. Like, we like bro i could chill with her today <laughs> it'd be cool like but we still probably have to talk a little deeper probably but you know if that never happens it's cool at least we had the basic shit out and it's cool to the point where we said how we we said how we felt and we agreed and like like you realize like yo i didn't know you felt about that or like i really didn't realize she felt a way about me i always thought like i always thought she i always thought she would always have some ill will like some hateful shit towards me because i did a lot of bullshit i don't even know why but to see that she grown from it also is beautiful like not only me but for her and like also seeing that she realized a lot of shit, it's like, wow. I thought you're never going to realize it. Like, I really thought she would never realize it. And like, that, that closes the fucking chapter of that. Like, she gave me the closure I, I really needed. And I thank her for that. That closure really helped in a way. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, that, I felt like I had one little... I have some more negative energy about my past life, and that took a chunk of it away. Now, there's a lot of shit that I need to address from my past life. And the way I want to handle it is the same way I handle with her situation or our situation with, with me and her. So, like, 
there's a lot of other shit I want to get off my chest. A lot of other shit that's going to help me grow. A lot of other shit that I want people to realize how I felt during that time. It's going to take time, man. You know, I'm good. She's good. And there's nothing but the best for her. And she said the same thing, man. And that's great. Like, it's just great when, like, you've seen somebody grow in front of your eyes. And I think me and her seen each other grow in a way that it's, it's beautiful. Like, you know, she's doing her own thing. I'm doing mine. And... It's good. Like, I love seeing growth. Like, I never realized she's going to be that type of person where she realizes it. So, it's just like, wow, she realizes it. So, like, that put the, the period in that. Put that that closure for that chapter. So, yeah. That was a good thing, man. You see, when you create something that is real and that is type of, like, when you create a bond, it's hard for anybody to transition into something different, even for fe- 10 times harder for females, I think, because a female could trust you with so much shit. And let me say, so like <clears throat> me and my ex, we would like we we had our differences. We was different like a motherfucker. Like we had we had more differences than similarities. But. One thing we had that was different was our bond. Like we had a tight bond, like close, like I say best, like a best friend type of bond. And like, it's hard for females to leave that because they trust a nigga with not only, you know, her heart, but like her information about her past life, her family, you know, just information. Her dreams, what she want to do, what she want to accomplish. She trusts a nigga. And as niggas, when we get into that comfort zone and we talk about ourselves to a female, that means we like them. And it's hard for us to leave that. Also, we are humans. We need some type of closure in some type of way, even if it's bad. If the closure is bad and you can learn a lesson, it's not bad. You learn your lesson. I I felt like I haven't learned uh, well I learned my lesson in that relationship but in the closure that we had I learned so much I learned that people could change not only me but other people could change during time people could finally realize during time it takes time but <clears throat> one thing we had was us, like we'd be having a conversation in the car for like I say what four or five hours, like those type. Oh my god, you know how hard that is to find nowadays just to sit and like actually vibe with a person and talk to a person for like four or five hours in the car, just talk, like no kissing, none, no feeling on each other, just talk, just have a conversation. That is hard, and when you find somebody like that. I recommend y'all to open up, man, because you can learn so much things from, no matter if you're a female, female talking to a nigga, a nigga talking to a female, open up. You could actually learn different things about not only that person, but like 
how you viewed that person before you had that conversation. Like, damn, I didn't know you was that type. Like, wow, really? You want to do that? I didn't know you wanted to do that with your life. Like, different shit. That's what creates a bond. That's what creates a friendship. And what me and her had was like a best friend type of, like, we was like best friends. We go to Damien Lake with each other like every fucking weekend. Like, we did shit every weekend with each other. Different shit. Karaoke. Gala night. Like, we, it was just so much shit we did together. And it was, I say, one of the best times of my life. I'm not even going to hold you. During that time, like, having her constantly being around me, that was like my best friend. Because we was doing everything together. And once that, like, transition, it's hard at first. Because you trusted this person. You, you know, you, you thought you was going to build something with this person and you know, you you read you read the red flags, but you ignored it. <clears throat> Shit happens. But if you learn your lesson, it's cool. Those are things I would never regret because those was like one of the best times of my life. I'm not even going to hold you. One of the best times of my life. The last time I smiled was with her. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like the last time I constantly smiled was with her. That's because our bond was like crazy lit. Like our bond was crazy lit. And man, I think I will never be in a relationship until I feel a bond is like better than me and hers. It can't be the same. It gotta be better. And that's gonna be hard, but I think it's possible. I know it's possible. It gotta be possible because I'm fucking single now. So if y'all trying to talk to a person and the other person open up. Open up also. You could learn so much shit from a person. You could judge them in a different way from a person. Like, man, that I don't know if that bond is like that type of bond is still exists today because I haven't been dating. But if it is, y'all need to pursue it. Y'all need y'all need to find that person who you can have a real tight bond with. Because when shit hits the fan, only y'all two will know how to figure that out. And that's better than having the whole public, the whole Facebook, figuring it out for yourself. Know what I mean? So when y'all have that tight bond, and y'all have them real nigga conversations, open up, try to get to know the person. And then from that, see where you want to go from it. You could... Be the best, you know, the person's best friend. You could, you know, be in a relationship with the person. You never know. Just open up. Talk. Learn from the other person. Listen to the other person. That's key. Listening. You got to listen to the other person. Because if you're not listening, you're not learning. Listen. Listen. Listen.